Welcome back to Pulse on the Market, the show designed to help you as an investor make better, more educated financial decisions. I'm your host, Jaden Brains, founder of Brains Capital, and let's get right into it for today. So today's been kind of split. We have the Nasdaq that's down 0.07% to 17,800, and the Dow is up 0.5% to 38,615. The S&P is up 0.27% back over that 5,000 limit. It barely crossed it before the close yesterday, and it's at 5,014. And the small caps are up 1.4%, and the U.S. or the yeah the 10-year Treasury yields are down 1.22% to 4.207. So today has been it's been split. The stock of the day on for sure is Soundhound. So it's S O U N, and it is up 50% to $3.40. Why did it shoot up? That's because Meta recently disclosed that they bought 1.3 million shares of Soundhound. And when a big company like NVIDIA is investing in, in these technology companies like Soundhound, uh, yeah, so people catch on to that. Even if there's no underlying fundamentals, it usually tends to shoot up because they don't want to miss out on something that a company like NVIDIA, that's top of the game, they don't want to miss out on something that they know. So once again, the stocks for, for cryptocurrency are up. So we got Marathon up 1.4%. And Coinbase has had a heck of a run. It is up 6.6% to $170 a share, $171. And this is compared to its previous $118 a share just a couple weeks ago. But with the spike in Bitcoin, which is now above $52,000, yeah, with that spike in Bitcoin, Coinbase automatically rises. And we have an earnings report coming up today for Coinbase after the close. And I I don't really know what to think of it because I do know that Coinbase is the custodial account for around 10 of the 14 major spot ETF Bitcoin ETFs. So you guys have heard of those where people are allowed to invest in Bitcoin without actually having to own Bitcoin itself. They can invest in these spot ETFs like the one BlackRock has and, and the many others. And they're able to get involved in, in the crypto world without actually having to set up a Coinbase account or just their meta wallets or what. Or, yeah, so their meta masks. And so it makes it easy for people to invest in cryptocurrency. So the, de- the demand shot up. There's been over 200,000 Bitcoins that have been acquired through the spot ETFs, which is insane demand. These things are running at 52,000 a pop times 200,000. That is a pretty penny. That is a lot of Bitcoin, and that is a lot of flow going in and out of the cryptocurrency world. So we, we saw that shoot up. And Coinbase, I don't know if people are expecting the revenue to shoot up as much as it will. Because yes, the, they're the custodial. They're holding the Bitcoin for 10 of these 14 major spot ETFs. But I don't know if it's going to increase the revenue as much as people think. And I hope so. I like Coinbase. I, I use them for my personal finance. And I, I hope that the revenue reflects more than more than I think it will. But I think a lot of people are going to be going to be disappointed with what they see with the revenue. And all right, so Nvidia, I thought it was going to go up today once again because I mean it would be dumb to bet against it. But it is down 1.3 percent to 729. And we have stocks like Meta and Netflix that are both up 1.2, 1.3 percent. And let's get into the top winners and top losers of the S&P 500. So for today, we have at the top, Zebra Technologies is up 14%. We have CBRE Grow A is up 9.92%. Alibay Marley is up 
6.4%. Bath and Body Works up 5%. So there are a lot of big winners for today. Moderna is up 3.84%. And some of the biggest losers, we have West Pharmaceutical Services is down 19%. I, I'm very hesitant when it comes to pharmaceuticals because they vary. It's very volatile. And I mean, they offer good premiums for options, just the pharmaceutical companies in general, because they have such a high risk of just launching in either direction. And I mean, West Pharmaceutical is an example. They're down 19%, and which is $77 a share. So that that's a big loss if you own a large stake in this pharmaceutical company. We have Rollins down 5%. Genuine Parts is down 4%. Deere is down 3.92%. And Google down 3%. So, and we also have Cisco. I was talking to you about Cisco. We'll, we'll actually talk later, later about Cisco. But yeah, they... They didn't do so well, and they're down 3% as well, and I'm just not a very big fan of Cisco in general, but we'll talk about that a little later. For the Dow, the biggest winners, biggest losers in the Dow, we got Walgreens, which is up 3.6%, Goldman Sachs up 2%, and Honeywell up 1.6%, and Intel seems to be bouncing back a little bit. It is up 1.6%, and the biggest losers, we got Cisco, which is the biggest loser in the Dow, so it's in the Dow and the S&P 500. And it is down 2.6%. And last but not least, the NASDAQ, the biggest winners and losers. Some of, might be, some of them might be similar. Yeah, we got Moderna, which is the top gainer in the NASDAQ. Airbnb is up 4%. And yeah, we, ha- we have stocks like Walgreens. And Tesla, believe it or not, is up 2.79%. It's up to three, 194 a share. And that, that's good news for Tesla. I hope they rebound. And the biggest loser in the... And the NASDAQ is Marvel Technology down 2.61%. And, and Google is down 2.38%. So those are the biggest winners and the biggest losers for today. Let's get into our stories of the day. So we have Cisco, which plans to cut 5% of its workforce. And that's more than 4,000 people. And they want to focus on AI and restructuring. But these layoffs are expected to cost the company $800 million. So another another hit for Cisco and there's more layoffs at Morgan Stanley. So they're planning to cut hundreds of jobs in its wealth management unit. And so we, we do see a ton of companies that are laying off employees that, that are letting people go. But then again, we see numbers like the jobless claims, which is seasonally adjusted or like the yeah, we see the jobless claims is total for this week, 212,000. So that's for the week ending February 10th, and it is down 8,000 week over week, and which it surprises me because with all these people being fired, we don't see the, the jobless claims really just just hiking through the roof because it seems like people are getting hired. They're still just because we see people from bigger companies getting fired does not mean other people aren't getting hired. And but the, the four week moving average was 218,500 for the jobless claims. So that was up. 5,700 week over week. So we'll, we'll see what happens with the jobless claims number. A uh, little news on NVIDIA. So they, once again, if you guys tuned in for the last, last episode, they surpassed Alphabet, which is a, which is huge, huge news. They reached two, 100, they reached $1.83 trillion in market cap. That is a lot of monies, a lot of monies. And I also mentioned the the Vision Pro of how Zuckerberg reviewed it, and he claims that Meta's Quest 3 headset outperforms Apple's Vision Pro. Well, obviously he's going to say that. He's never going to admit that the Vision Pro is better than his, 
and he, he said that despite the price that it is better in functionality and just better value so i don't know what to think of it i'm a big fan of the vision pro i've never tried the quest though so right, right now i'm kind of following with the media that i haven't really heard much of the quest but i've heard a lot about the vision pro and, it, and the features seem to be pretty awesome all right so starlink is looking to help uh, a field hospital in gaza which is pretty cool so they're going to provide connectivity to a field hospital in Gaza, and this will allow real-time medical consultations amid communication challenges in the region. So they're, they're facing trouble with communication, and the Starlink should be able to help these field hospitals in Gaza. So that's a pretty cool news story from, from Elon Musk and Starlink. And like I said earlier to SpaceX, they, they officially relocated its incorporation from Delaware to Texas. So they were going to do, I think it was Believe, Nevada, and Texas, but I guess they moved it to Texas following Elon's drama, his legal drama with that judge in Delaware. And he said, don't ever start a business in Delaware. <laughs> he is not a fan of that judge or the state. So, yeah, so they relocated their business. All right. Retail sales are not doing so good in the month of January. So they plunged by 0.8% in January, and that's significantly more than the economists were expecting. They were expecting only a 0.3% decline, and we saw 0.8%. So that is not good news for the retail industry. All right, the UK and Japan both fall into a slight recession. So the UK has slipped into a, a mild recession. Their GDP fell 0.3% in the final quarter of 2023. In Japan, their economy contracted by 0.4% in the fourth quarter, following a revised 3.3% decline in the previous quarter. And this defies expectations for modest growth and pushing the country into a slight recession. And so not good news for UK and Japan. We're, we're really blessed to be to live in this country of the United States, which has arguably the best economy in the world. And we, we constantly see growth in the S&P, the Dow, and NASDAQ. You can see that in our, in our economy, the markets and technology growth. And it's not like that for the entire world. And Japan and the UK are two amazing countries. But then we have examples like China that we would think if we had no knowledge of just the macroeconomic, political issues or whatnot, that we would think that China would be thriving. But their economy is actually not doing so well at all. They haven't been for the last who knows how many years. And so, and when China's down, that affects the world's economy because they are, play a big role in the world's trade. A little news on the wars in Russia and Israel, because this stuff is important because war, if war escalates to a certain point, it dramatically hurts the market. Like imagine if a, if a bomb dropped on LA, that would take down the markets completely. Like everything would, we would go into a huge recession and the markets would crash. Most definitely. I mean, that's kind of obvious, but we have to take these things into consideration because if we have positions in the market, we don't want it when things escalate and the stock market crashes just because of political issues, because of threats of a war or whatnot. And so it's it's good to stay updated on this kind of stuff. Israeli raid and airstrikes. So Israel has conducted special forces operations in Gaza's Nazar Hospital with reports of civilian casualties, Israeli airstrikes in southern Lebanon have also resulted in civilian casualties. So that's not cool. I, I hate when I see civilian casualties. We should let it remain between the militaries of the two countries. And it's sad to see people that aren't really involved in the war die. Like They don't, they don't deserve to die just for living in that country that has a war. 
And so that seems to ask a little bit. Uh, Russia and Ukraine. So I don't know if you guys saw, but the uh, Ukraine sunk one of the the Russian amphibian ships, and so and I think later Russia retaliated. So uh, let's see. Yeah, Russian Ukraine. It says here have engaged in air attacks following the sinking of a Russian warship by Ukraine, resulting in casualties and infrastructure damage in both countries. So now they're engaging in air attacks to somewhat retaliate for what's going on so that war in russia and ukraine has been going on for a very long time and it, it doesn't seem to be getting better anytime soon there was also a, a super bowl shooting a celebration shooting which i didn't even i didn't even hear about this but yeah there was a shooting at kansas city's super bowl celebration and it left one person dead and at least 21 others wounded including 11 children oh that's sad i hate seeing that and so yeah, the police are seeking assistance from the public to identify suspects. So they still don't know exactly who it is. But yes, we should get to the bottom of that. That's sad. At a, it was probably, nah, I'm not going to say that. But yeah, no, that's that's not good to see. That's never okay. All right. Overall, I think one of the stocks I've been looking at the most would be Meta. I, I think they still have a lot more room to growth. So just from their recent performance, year to date, they're up 39, they're 36%. And over the last year, they're up 170%. And the technicals are, are saying buy. The analyst rating is a strong buy, which I, I like to look at. So out of 62 analysts giving stock ratings to meta platforms in the last three months, 46 of them say strong buy, seven say buy, seven say hold, one says sell, one says strong sell. So those two guys at the bottom are, or girls, they are going against the the current here. I personally would not give an analyst rating of a sell or a strong sell. And one of them gave the estimate that it's going to go down to $245. I don't even know how it's possible. Unless they're predicting some huge market crash. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see that happening anytime soon. But I like their estimates, so they're year over year. So the uh, the first quarter of 2023, they had a reported EPS, which is earnings per share, of 2.2, and they're expecting 4.24 in the first quarter, and that that's a beautiful site. And then we have 4.72, 4.96, 6.11. We're seeing growth in comparison to the last year, which is 2.2, 2.98, 4.39, and 5.33. So we are seeing a, a pretty hefty increase in the earnings per share for Meta, which is a great sign for investors. And not only is their EPS going up, but also the revenue. We have in the first quarter for the revenues of last year is 28.6 billion, 32 billion, 34 billion, 40 billion. And they're projected for 2024 is 36, 38, 39, 45. So we're going to see a pretty heavy increase as well in the revenue generated from the meta from Facebook previously known as Facebook, but is now meta. And so I like to see this. These are, these are good statistics for me. And if we took a look, um, let me let me pull this up real quick because I just thought of it. Of other stats that I like to look at, so their PE ratio is 32, but what I like even more is that their forward PE is 26. So it's always good to see the forward PE go down because that that signifies that the earnings per share is projected to go up. So I like looking at that. They offer a slight dividend. I think they're going to be paying one soon here on the 21st, and yes, they they are. So on the 21st, they're going to pay a little dividend. And I'm actually not exactly sure how much it is. I can I can double check that right here. 
So let's see. Here's the dividend. It is so just 50 cents, which hey, can't complain because if I have 100 shares, that's 50 bucks extra in my pocket from Meta. And so so no complaints there. But anyways, back to it. So I I'm bullish on it. I like Meta a lot. Mark Zuckerberg gets so much hate, but honestly, he's he's doing a good job at running Meta platforms. And you can't hate on that. The success is is eminent there. Their market cap is 1.22 trillion and their trailing 12 month revenue is 134 billion. That is a lot of money. Their net income though, which I like even more, is 39 billion of that 134 for the last 12 months. So, they're not just generating revenue, but they're also retaining a lot of it. So that's a good good amount of net income. I like that ratio. And so I give it a strong buy as well. I will be looking into this pretty soon here. For Vrains Capital, I this would be a good addition. And I guess we'll have to see. So stay tuned for the market. We should see some news coming up, which could it could shift the market in either direction. We're, we're really stretched out on a limb right now with the market and it seems that everything is so sensitive right now. And so I would just be on the lookout for just any news report or any number that could sway the market in any direction because it seems like the beta on the market itself right now is it's like two or three. Just because for every dollar, like every every news report that comes out, it seems to just sway the market much more than it really should. For example, the CPI, it was off by point, it was like a tenth of a percent and it just create a sellout in the market. That, that's just one example of news that if it falls short, falls short a little bit, then we just see a major reaction in the market. That's called Mr. Market is when stocks just go up and down and up and down just based off silly news that doesn't really impact the, the fundamentals or the technical analysis of the stock. And so I would look out for Mr. Market, but stay, stay true to your thesis if you still are bullish on a stock, it doesn't matter what anyone says. If your technicals are lining up, if your fundamentals are saying that it's going to be positive, basically, then I would stay true regardless of the fluctuation from Mr. Market, which is all all the traders that are just selling and buying and selling and buying. So just stay true to what, what you believe to be right for the stock. Don't let the price really just fluctuate what you think as well. And that is it for today. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Please leave a good review if you like the show. That would help me out a lot. And yes, once again, marketpulse.io. That's the IG, marketpulse.io. And just reach out to me with any recommendation, any question that you have. And I will re- I'll get back to you as soon as I can. It should be pretty quick. And yes, and if you have any recommend, if you want to, in-depth analysis of a company then just send me the ticker and i'll do an analysis and i will present it in the next show if yes if there isn't more to do but and i'll present it in the next show and give you that in-depth analysis let me do the research for you guys so you don't really have to i want to make your job as easy as possible and once again here's the disclaimer this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial investment or legal advice. The content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences. Listeners are advised to conduct their own research and seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions. The host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared, and they are not responsible for any actions taken based on the content of this podcast. And investing involves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results. The host and guests are not responsible for any losses or damages that may occur as a result of investments made after listening to this podcast. 
Love you guys. I will see you tomorrow and happy investing.